Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking all about numbers and this idea that in order to grow our numbers and improve our numbers in our business, we have to know our numbers, okay? So we're gonna be breaking down how to track your numbers, um, whether you should track your numbers weekly, monthly, yearly, what's kind of the best cadence for that, and how we track our numbers at CFPB. And before we get into it, I want to just share a quick story with you guys about the importance of tracking numbers. And it's kind of an embarrassing story now that I'm thinking about saying this out loud, but I think it will give you guys the point of how important it is to track your numbers and make decisions based off of those numbers. Um, but basically our first, it was about a year into owning CrossFit Palm Beach back in 2013, early 2014. And we first, this is like the first time we started to actually dive into our numbers and try to figure out what was going on on the financial side of the business. Really up until that point, I hate to say it, but we really just focused on the product on the floor and didn't really even think about too much about the financial side. Um, how much we wanted to pay ourselves. We were just basically paying ourselves enough to get by and trying to create the best possible uh, class experience and community experience and really didn't think at all about the financial side. But we eventually all get to a point where the numbers have to work in order for us to do this thing long term. So we really had to dive into our numbers and figure out what was going on. We weren't making quite what we wanted to make and we need to figure out um, how we could do this thing in a more sustainable way moving forward. And a very interesting situation came up. We had a member that we were trying to refund for an ACH payment. This was at the time we had most of our people paying via credit cards and we had a small percentage of people that were paying us via ACH or direct uh, checking account. And one of our members who was paying ACH was trying to get that payment refunded back to their bank account. And we kept looking through our payment software, which was PaySimple, and trying to figure out why this person was not getting their refund. And days went by, weeks went by, and everything looked fine on our end. The refund had went through, the payment seemed to be processed, and this person still was saying that that payment was not going through. They even had called their banks, and the bank said that, no, the payment is, is in limbo, we haven't received it yet, Pay simple or someone else has to figure out how to get us this money because we can't get it to you yet. Well, come to find out via digging into the situation a little bit more and talking to Pay Simple that we had actually never correctly set up the ACH payment side of our Pay Simple account. So we had been receiving credit card payments and refunds had gone back throughout our first year of being in business, but any payment that had gone through or tried to be refunded via ACH never actually went through, okay? So it sat in this like limbo or escrow account waiting for us to fully set up our ACH payment gateway via PaySimple. So what we came to find out is once we did set it up, this person got their refund and we had thousands of dollars that was just sitting there with PaySimple that we had never received, money that we had no idea was there. And as embarrassing as it is to share that story, it's just one of many situations that we've faced over the last seven years where tracking our numbers showed us and revealed to us where we were losing money. We've had members that were getting free memberships for months at a time because we tried to give them a free month once, but that discount stuck recurring for multiple months at a time. We've had people that were on hold still while they were attending classes for weeks or months at a time because we had never done 
the due diligence on our end. Um, we've had to raise rates because we had people that were paying three to $4 per class on average when other members were paying 15 to $20 per class. So all these things allow you to kind of audit your numbers and see where that money is coming from, where it's going. And I can't recommend enough to you guys to start tracking your numbers regularly. One of the best benefits that we got from starting with a business coach back in 2017 was having someone that kept us accountable to tracking our numbers every single month. And it also helped to have someone that would help review those numbers with us. But just the act of getting those numbers down will allow you guys to make better decisions moving forward. If you're a gym owner out there and you're not currently tracking your numbers, honestly, you just have to start doing it. Find someone else to keep you accountable to it, put it in your calendar, figure out a way to hold yourself accountable to it. And if you can't hold yourself accountable to it, it's probably a good sign that you need a business coach, someone that's gonna hold you accountable, tell you which numbers to track, and there's probably many other areas of your business where you could use that accountability and the numbers is just one instance of, of you needing that follow through and accountability. So how often should you track your numbers and what numbers should you track? And I really feel like the ideal cadence for tracking your numbers is on a monthly basis, okay? It's what we've been doing for the last several years. Um, we've since added weekly numbers as well, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But monthly numbers is where I want all of you guys to start if you're not already doing it. And it's gonna get you 95% of the way there for most of the metrics that you wanna track, okay? So some of the key numbers that we track, uh, we start with our membership numbers. So we look at our CrossFit total members, our BeachFit total members. We start with all of our recurring memberships. We try to separate that because that's something that we can count on month after month after month, okay? We also do the same thing for revenue. We track our recurring revenue first because we want to see what are that what is that subscription revenue that we can count on every single month. We don't have long-term contracts, but for the most part we can count on that recurring revenue to be fairly consistent month after month. From there, we look at any miscellaneous memberships that we have. So for us that's things like kids and teens memberships, it's our staff memberships, it's memberships that are currently on hold. Um, it's memberships for our fundamentals program, our 40 days to fit and our beach fit to CrossFit transitions. We like to keep those separate, but we still want to know those numbers. Um, it could also include punch cards that don't recur every single month. Um, it's good to know where you stand in those categories. Um, even something like staff memberships, you know, it doesn't seem like something that you need to track, but I would highly recommend tracking that because as your staff grows, you're going to see that number grow and it's become a, a bigger percentage of the memberships that you have. And we have a limited space in our gym, so we wanna know where all of our memberships are going and where all of our attendance is coming from. We also wanna know what is our sign-up rate and what is our cancellation rate. So we look at things like new leads, we look at new members added, we look at members that have canceled over the last month, and then we can use those numbers to create things like our monthly retention rate or attrition rate. We can look at our conversion rate from new leads to new members. And then in addition to the recurring revenue that I mentioned earlier, we look at revenue broken down by each of the given categories that we have for the business. So we have a personal programming category, we have a personal training category, we have a nutrition category, we have a separate category for in-body revenue and retail revenue, um, we do our kids and teens revenue, we have all these different categories broken down so we can see where that revenue is coming from. And then we separate that revenue by the recurring revenue 
and our non-recurring revenue and then total everything up to get our gross revenue number. And then you guys can take that gross revenue number, divide it by your total paid memberships, and that's gonna give you guys that average client value of the members that are paying you, the non-staff members. What is that gross revenue divided by the total people that you have? And that's gonna give you guys a good benchmark of what is each person, what is the value that they bring to you on a monthly basis? Now that covers some of the most important numbers that you need to track. There's other miscellaneous things that you can track and I want you guys to have the freedom to be able to pick and choose what are those miscellaneous categories that you wanna track. Peter Drucker is famous for saying, what gets measured gets managed. So really anything that you throw into this monthly tracking, you're more likely to improve that just by seeing that number every month. So for us, that's things like attendance. We wanna see our total attendance. We also wanna see our average attendance per class, just in case we've added new class times over the last month. We also look at the number of people that have made our committed club from the previous month. We look at our advertising and social media spend from the month before. Um, so all these things really help us to determine uh, where we're at in a given month and it allows us to see trends month after month after month. And that's really the big thing with monthly numbers that I want you guys to understand. When you first put this down on paper, it's not gonna seem that useful. I mean, you might find some things right off the bat, maybe just be by finding some of these reports and going through the reports, you're gonna be able to audit some mistakes you made. But the magic of monthly numbers comes once you have trends. It comes once you have multiple months in front of you to look at and you can see trends. Um, it was something that Nathan Holiday pointed out in our level method episode um, where he was talking about with uh, the level method, the value isn't in that first assessment, it's in seeing assessment after assessment after assessment. Okay, so those of you guys that are familiar with the level method, you understand this. Another example is something like nutrition coaching. You know, when the first time you enter your nutrition data in a MyFitnessPal, it, it tells you some stuff, it tells you some good information in terms of how much are you consuming, what is your macronutrient breakdown, but the magic of that is once you begin to see trends, once you begin to tweak things, that's really where that information becomes super valuable. So don't get caught up in the first month or two of having to make too many decisions based on the numbers that you see. The magic is gonna come after you have three, six, nine months built up, and you're gonna be able to make better decisions moving forward once you see those trends. So to a certain degree, monthly numbers are gonna have a little bit of this like reactive nature to it, right? We're seeing the numbers and we're making decisions after we see those numbers. So one thing I want you guys to consider is, one, how can I get numbers in that monthly tracking that's gonna allow me to be more proactive? Tracking things like new leads and attendance per class, those are more leading indicators versus like pure revenue numbers or pure uh, monthly membership numbers might not be the leading indicators that you want of what your future success might look like. The other way to be more proactive with your numbers is to start tracking weekly as opposed to just monthly. And I do believe that monthly is the holy grail of tracking. And I would recommend that if you have not been tracking for at least a year, you have not been tracking monthly for at least a year and reviewing those numbers every month, I would not bother with weekly. But if you're someone who's already established, you've already been doing monthly numbers, then you may wanna think about going weekly. It was something that I was really encouraged to do from my conversation with Chris Thorndike of Factory Forge. He's tracking all his numbers weekly. He does a lot of his tracking with his 
uh, clients that he coaches on a weekly basis so he can help them more proactively. And weekly, we can track slightly different numbers that might be able to tell a better story. So a couple numbers you may want to consider tracking in your weekly numbers is things like your social media output. How many posts are you putting up? How many stories are you putting up? What does your engagement look like or interactions look like on your social media side? How many new leads have you gotten? How many intros have you performed over the last week? How many people have tried a free class? How many new signups did you get? How many of those people did, they, did you actually convert? How many members canceled? Can you be more proactive with your cancellations to reach out to those people immediately as opposed to waiting till the end of the month? Two other numbers that we've added to our weekly numbers tracking is movement assessments performed and postcards sent out. So for movement assessments, that feeds into our personal programming, it feeds into our personal training. So it's a way for us to track something that's more within our control, which is the movement assessment, whereas we can't necessarily control how many people are gonna sign up. So we track those movement assessments each week. We do the same thing with postcards. That is a nice touch point for us to reach out to members and make sure that we're going above and beyond to create these magic moments for people. So we want to track those postcards that we're sending out each week and encourage ourselves to send more of those. So those are the big weekly numbers that we track. Again, weekly numbers is something that we've just recently started doing. We've only done it for a few months. I don't think that it's necessary for everybody. And I still find myself um, getting more decision-making power from looking at those monthly numbers as opposed to the weekly numbers. So uh, it's a nice bonus, it's a nice to have, but make sure you guys are doing those monthly numbers first and foremost. And in order to keep yourself on track and make sure this process is as seamless as possible, I have a couple quick recommendations. So first and foremost is get that recurring reminder in your calendar each and every month, okay? It should show up on your phone, it should show up on your uh, calendar as an appointment, but every first of the month, you should have that reminder show up to say to do the numbers from the previous month. Um, it's important for us, actually. It may not be important for you depending on how you're doing your reporting, but it's important for us that we actually do it on the first of the month every month because some of the numbers that we're tracking, like uh, total memberships, is a current snapshot. It's not an average from the previous month, it's a current snapshot. So we always try to make sure that that's happening on the first of the month every single month. Another thing that I would highly recommend doing is save any reports that you're gonna be using month after month after month, okay? So we use Zen Planner for our reporting and tracking. And in Zen Planner, they have really good reporting, really detailed reporting, but it can be just spread out all over the place. So we have a finances category, we have an operations category, um, we have all these different categories that these reports exist in, and you feel like you're jumping around and, and doing a lot of tedious work to find all these different reports that you would be using for your monthly numbers. So what we did is we created a separate folder in Zen Planner that has all of our monthly number reports. So all we have to do is click down each one and get the data out of each one. So it becomes a super simple process for us to track those monthly numbers each month. And it's become so simple and so streamlined that now I've been able to delegate that to my front desk manager and she's able to do those numbers for me each and every month. And I just have to review them and make decisions based off of them. So that's really all I wanted to cover with you guys today. I know monthly numbers and weekly numbers is not the sexiest of subjects, but it really is one of the most important things that you can do and implement into your business. If you wanna see some visual examples of what this will look like, 
I have some templates available at sevenfigurebox.com slash numbers. Again, that's sevenfigurebox.com slash numbers. The link will be below on the YouTube video. And at that page, I'll have some templates that you guys can download to fill out, to track your weekly and monthly numbers and all the categories that we use to track ours. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to leave me a comment below or email me at andrew at crossfitpalmbeach.com. And if you're watching the video version and you enjoyed the video and got value out of it, please like the video, please subscribe to the channel. It really means a lot and it really helps me to reach more people. Have a great day, guys. Hey guys, it's Andrew again. I just want to remind you that if you haven't yet downloaded our staff playbook that we released last week, if you're in the process of creating your own staff playbook or you haven't even considered it yet, um, or you just need to update your existing one, I would highly recommend downloading our staff playbook that we just released for free last week. It's an 80 plus page blueprint of how we run CrossFit Palm Beach from A to Z. So go ahead to sevenfigurebox.com slash staff playbook to download your copy today.